Uh, hey team, welcome back to the Pretty and Powerful podcast. This is our second one now. Uh, I hope that you caught the first one. I hope you loved it so much that it made you listen to the second one. Um, if you did miss the first one, do go back and listen. Um, but I'll give you just a really quick recap um, what we went on or went over, I should say. Um, so really just touched on what this channel is about on why we decided uh, from myself as me and also as being part of the um, body science team, uh, why we decided that this channel needed to happen. Uh, I sort of touched on, I've been with the body science family for just over a year now. Uh, and to me, empowering women is so important and making women confident in a gym is so important. So when Body Science contacted me and said they had this opportunity for me and what did I think? Um, yeah, I couldn't say no. They actually called me right at the peak of probably my most stressful time at work um, and I still couldn't say no. What a cool opportunity um, to be able to empower women and get them training really hard in the gym. So here we are. Um, now we're on our second podcast, which is cool. So today uh, I'll go over a little bit more about my training history. So kind of where I started um, and sort of how I progressed, I guess. Um, I guess a really cool thing about fitness is that you can go down so many different avenues and it never has to get boring. Uh, I've definitely had a few changes throughout my fitness career, I guess you would say. Um, and it's kept it interesting and it's definitely never got boring or if it has, it's definitely not hard to change it up. Um, so I guess my first, uh, oh God, if you go back to when I first even got involved in the fitness industry, I worked for a huge, uh, fitness chain probably 12 or 13 years ago where I sold gym memberships didn't really train trained kind of off and on um, to be honest though never really got into it I guess I don't know it just didn't really resonate with me and it wasn't until years later probably six years ago now maybe six or seven years ago uh, I was actually doing fly in fly out work and I was out in the middle of nowhere in Western Australia and we'd not much to do. All there is is to work and go back to camp. And there was a gym next door to the camp that we were staying at. So I started going. Uh, I was kind of sick of uh, just a bad lifestyle, really. Bad food choices. I think what, uh, I don't know, what I identified as healthy food or as maybe an okay option was definitely well off anything I would choose now um, but anyway it's not the end of the world um, but I definitely recognized that I needed to make a change and I wanted to make a change I was kind of looking in the mirror I actually still have my very first ever before photo that I took um, and I just didn't really like what I seen in the mirror and I remember I had, I started doing pump, uh, pump classes uh, and I was really enjoying it. And every time I was getting stronger and I was getting stronger and I was upping the weights. And then I sort of got to a point, my body had started to change, uh, but it just wasn't really changing anymore. And I actually had about six weeks until that project was going to be over. Um, and I was going to go back to Perth, um, back to regular life, I guess you'd say. And um, I thought the girl that ran the pump classes was also a PT in this gym and I really I got along with her really well she was a really cool chick and she was into lifting weights so outside of pump classes that was sort of her style of training and so I approached her and said you know here's my thing I've got six weeks until I'm going to be off site um, I just want to put everything into the next six weeks 
because that's what I do. I'm an all or nothing person. And I did five sessions a week with her for six weeks because that's what I do. And um, she just taught me so much cool stuff. And it was crazy how weak I was. I remember her laying me down on a bench, like on a bar to bench press, which I would never even think of doing prior to that. And I remember I couldn't bench the bar. Um, so a regular Olympic bar in a gym is 20 kilos. Uh, I probably myself, I don't know, I don't know what I would have weighed back then, but I definitely wasn't pushing a 20 kilo bar. I know that. I remember her giving it to me and my arms were like spaghetti and there was absolutely no way I was pushing it. So she took it off me and we ended up using something else, a smaller bar. Um, but I mean, it was a starting point. Uh, you've got to start somewhere. Um, so from there, I loved that. And then that was it. I then got the itch. So then I would sit at work. I would look up, um, I used to look at bodybuilding.com like crazy. I'd look at different, um, different websites. I'd get different workout tips, um, just to see, you know, and I'd put together my own workouts. I'd write it all down before I left work. Obviously wasn't doing very much work at this point. Um, but so I would write down, you know, my workouts and I'd get into the gym and I'd smash them out and I'd write down what I did. I'd write down what my weights were. I just really fell in love with it. And I fell in love with, I was looking in the mirror, my body was changing. Um, I wasn't looking like a man, like all the stigma is, um, definitely wasn't looking like that, but just, you know, all the places I wanted to come in were coming in and all the places, you know, I was starting to look fit. Um, I wasn't trying to get skinny. I was never trying to do any of that. I just wanted to be strong and I wanted to be fit and I was finding it so empowering. So from there, uh, my best friend actually had done a couple of uh, bikini shows already. Uh, and she actually is a trainer herself and was prepping some girls and I thought why not why not have a go so she started uh, she actually prepped me for my first ever show I did an INBA show up in Darwin of all places um, and I loved it I absolutely loved it I enjoyed the prep I enjoyed everything about it I really enjoyed the prep for some weird reason I enjoyed putting myself in situations to test myself on whether I would say yes or no to something so being at a barbecue you know and there being greasy sausages and all this food which is delicious and it's fine to eat just not when you're on a comp prep um, and you know people drinking beer and stuff around me and I enjoyed putting myself in that position to where I had to say yes or no and choose were my goals bigger than that instant satisf satisfaction or that instant gratification. Um, and I stuck to it. And the d I remember standing s on the side of the stage and I'm a tomboy at heart. So I'm definitely not someone that puts on a bikini with high heels on and has my hair and makeup done. I felt very, very <laughs> strange, um, but I was so proud of myself. I held my head so high and I knew no matter what happened on that stage, I was gonna be stoked because I'd done it all the times when someone said, just have a beer, it's only one, what's the big deal, it doesn't matter. You know, all those times I stuck to my guns and I made sure that my bigger goal was more important to me than that, you know, that satisfaction for that short term. Um, and I, yeah, and I did it. Uh, so that kind of, that was it then, that just kind of set me, set me going then. I knew there was no way I was gonna give it up. Um, you know, I touched on before, I was a tomboy. I raced go-karts growing up. Um, I definitely was not wearing bikinis or high heels or doing anything like that. Uh, I raced against the boys um, for probably, 
I don't know, 10 years, I think, I raced for state titles, Australian titles, things like that. Um, and we raced in the dirt. It was Speedway. So I grew up around Speedway. My dad was a race car driver. Um, so, yeah, I definitely didn't come from this girly background or even a sporting, well, a fitness background, I guess you would say. Um, so anyway, yeah, so after that first comp, um, then it was, you know, straight back on the horse, straight back training again. Um, after that first show, I learned a lot. As I said before, my food choices and things like that were not always the best. And my perception of what was healthy was not always healthy. So I decided after that show, it was time to really, I'd kind of, I'd learned a bunch about my training and I was sort of getting good at putting together my workouts. I decided that was time to start learning more about nutrition um, and supplementation as well. So I just, I started reading, I was reading a lot of articles. Um, I went and I seen a nutritionist uh, and I started working with her of getting a meal plan done. Um, and then working out where the gaps were in my, in my nutrition. So um, if I needed to, you know, where I needed to time my meals and if I couldn't time my meals, learning what supplements would be right for me to have in those gaps. Um, it can get really confusing when you first start training because everybody's got something and one person tells you one thing, another one tells you another. So it kind of took me a little while to kind of feel my way out and try different things and work out what works for me. Um, I'm still a relatively basic eater. Even now, I really enjoy just super clean, healthy food. I don't actually enjoy junk food. Um, and then with my supplementation side of things, um, I really don't go too crazy, to be honest. I keep it just to what I need. Um, I mean, at the moment, right now, what I'm having, uh, I... As I said, I, I train early in the morning. So I train at five or six o'clock in the morning. So I will have my, uh, my pre-workout before I train. I always have my hydroxy burn shred. That's every single morning because um, I, I do train on an empty stomach. It's just too early for me to try and to get up an hour or two earlier than that to have a meal. So start my day with my shred. Uh, I then head to the gym. Um, by the time I head to the gym, that's kind of half an hour after I've had it. So sort of perfect timing. Um, I make sure that I always have my BCAAs with me. So um, my amino fuel. Uh, do my session, always sipping on that. As I said, I'm fasted. So I want to make sure I'm still giving my body something. Um, and then post-training, always my shake. I actually look forward to that. It's my favorite meal of the day. Um, I'm lucky enough that I have a cafe in one of the gyms that I run. So the girls are a pro at making me the perfect shake now. They actually make it so good I can't make it myself. Um, but in that, um, I'll just give you what my latest recipe is. I'm using at the moment um, the body Body Science Vegan um, Protein uh, in the vanilla. I do a banana, a zucchini. I do two scoops of oats, honey, and I put some creatine in there um, with ice and water. Um, that's my that's my go-to at the moment. That's my my very favourite. And don't screw your nose up at the zucchini. I promise it's not terrible. You can't even taste it in there. Uh, anyway, guys, thanks for listening to me today. I'm so glad you guys could tune in again. Um, that's the end of our second podcast. Uh, it's been great chatting with you. Make sure you comment and let us know what the things are that you're loving and what sort of things you'd like to talk about and like to see. Uh, and I look forward to chatting to you all in the third podcast.